it's Melanie Dodero, and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Ilanga. This is episode 24, and today we talk about how to master LinkedIn. Here we go. Welcome to The 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build grow and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to this new episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Yanni Lunga here, coming to you from Helsinki, Finland, in a sunny and beautiful day. Thrilled about this episode. Today we continue the series about social media. If you've been with me over the last few episodes, you remember episode 22, we talked about Facebook advertising with Rick Mulready. Last episode, episode 23, we talked about Twitter marketing with Madeline Sklar. And today we talk about LinkedIn and how to master LinkedIn. If you have a LinkedIn account, I'm pretty sure you use it as a sort of online CV or portfolio where you showcase maybe your work or you mention your education, your previous work experience and so forth. But if you're doing that, I have a news for you. You're actually missing out big time. And today you're going to learn about what you can do to really get the most out of your LinkedIn profile, how you can optimize it to really get to potential customers and starts to build relationships that can also lead to conversions and purchases by potential customers. And before I tell you more about today's guest, like always, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor. If you're looking for a web hosting service, my number one recommendation is Bluehost. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting and a limited domain, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. You get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install all of your WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up. And when you do, Bluehost gives you a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Okay, today we are joined by social media marketing expert, speaker, blogger, author, Melanie Dodaro. She's the founder and CEO of topdogsocialmedia.com, a website that is all about providing small business owners, entrepreneurs and businesses with the latest advice in the social media world with a particular focus on LinkedIn. Melanie is also the author of the book LinkedIn Code and we're going to learn more about that in today's episode. Like always, if you're listening to this episode from your smartphone, make sure to go to 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 24 whenever you get a chance to access the show notes with the links to everything Melanie and I talk about the link to her book, The LinkedIn Code, to her free LinkedIn Masterclass, and to the free action guide for this episode. All right, let's hear it. Here is How to Master LinkedIn with Melanie Dodero. Hey everybody, I hope you're having a great day, and I'm super excited about this new episode, and man, what the guests we have here joining us today. Today we talk about LinkedIn and how to master LinkedIn because I'm sure that many of you 
probably have a LinkedIn account or a profile, but you're not taking real advantage of it. And we're going to hear more about how we can do that with the founder and the CEO of topdogsocial.com, a social marketing agency. And she's also the author of the best-selling book, The LinkedIn Code. So as the title suggests, she knows pretty much everything there is to know about LinkedIn. It's with great pleasure that I welcome on the show, Melanie Dodero. Hey, Melanie, how's it going? It's going great, Jan. Thanks so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I know we were talking before this call. Here it's a great day, sunny day. You told me that there has been same days, so I'm sure you are really excited and pumped for this episode. Absolutely. Okay, Melanie. I gave a very short intro about what you do. So you have your best-selling book, The LinkedIn Code, and you are the founder and CEO of TopDocSocialMedia.com. Can you tell the listeners a little bit more about your website? Because you have so much valuable posts and materials there that I want you to share them with us. Yeah, we do. We, we share a lot of uh, different content on social media marketing. Um, you know, we're pretty, pretty much best known for the work that we do with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're a full-service social media marketing agency where we do consulting and training, social media management, content marketing, and of course, LinkedIn-related uh, projects and social selling projects for sales teams to really leverage LinkedIn for, um, for lead generation. So, uh, you know, we work with, with large companies, mid-sized companies, and, and uh, professional service providers, entrepreneurs, really helping them understand the power of social media and what works best for them. You know, one of the things with social media is people kind of get into, the, get into the phase where they think that they need to be everywhere. And one of the things I like to do is, you know, demystify and uncomplicate social media and really just focus on the things that are going to produce the highest results for you. So the highest leveraging activities. And not every business needs to be on Facebook and not every business needs to be on Twitter. Uh, but mostly mm -hmm. every business that's a, a B2B, you know, type business that, you know, works with other businesses or marketing professionals, sales professionals, professional service providers, B2B companies, they're going to always get their best results from LinkedIn. And so that's why we kind of, you know, steered in the direction of moving into doing a lot more LinkedIn related uh, projects. I love it. And you already told us quite some valuable information on what LinkedIn can do for our business, especially if we have business to business relationships. And I want to, to ask you to talk about you know, you already told us a little bit about why LinkedIn and you mentioned that you talked about the fact that not everybody needs needs to be on Facebook or, or Twitter. So why do you think LinkedIn is such a great platform for entrepreneurs and small business owners? There's a number of different reasons that makes LinkedIn a, a great platform. Uh, again, especially for uh, small business owners and, and, and businesses and entrepreneurs that really focus on a, a B2B market. So, you know, their, their market is servicing other businesses. It's really, really easy to find your ideal prospects if you know who they are. Now, mm -hmm. uh, I use an example of, you know, if, if, you're, if you have a jewelry business, it's really hard to know which of the women on LinkedIn are real, you know, really into to jewelry or really like jewelry. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, all women like jewelry. And I'll be like, well, actually, <laughs> I'm one of the exceptions that don't. I recently got married, so I'm forced to wear a wedding ring now. Uh, but other than that, and a watch, I don't wear jewelry. I'm not a jewelry person. So you can't make those kind of assumptions. But if your market is servicing a specific type of 
uh, business or entrepreneur, it's really easy to find them. Let's say, for example, your ideal clients are financial advisors or they're coaches and consultants or they're accountants or they're um, you know, manufacturing companies or whatever they are. It's really easy through LinkedIn Advanced Search to be able to find those people and connect with them. And, you know, having um, a presence on LinkedIn is really important because when people are wanting to do business with somebody, they're going to Google your name. Mm -hmm. And what shows up in the Google search results quite often is your LinkedIn profile right at the top. If it's not the first position, it's in the second or the third position. And so quite often your LinkedIn profile is your first online impression because it's the first thing that they're going to click on because they know it's a site where they can learn more about you. And so you have to ask yourself, you know, what kind of impression are you currently making? Now, given the fact that LinkedIn is the premier, you know, business social network and that, you know, it's, it very much targets, you know, professionals. Uh, it's a growing network. There's, you know, two new people joining every second. People are two times more confident in the uh, content that they read and see on LinkedIn than they are with Facebook or Twitter. And I think this is an easy one. It's because people are posting cat memes and pictures of what they had for lunch on LinkedIn. <laughs> and if they are, they're certainly using LinkedIn incorrectly. So, you know, people trust it more. And then there's the uh, lead generation uh, aspect of it, where it's 277% more effective for lead generation than Facebook or Twitter. And what I find really interesting about that stat, Jan, is that most people use LinkedIn very poorly and, and in mm -hmm. many cases completely incorrectly. And so if people are getting those kind of results when they're using it poorly, imagine what they could get when they're using it properly. And so that's one of the things that motivated me to write my book, The LinkedIn Code, and create you know, online courses and the various things that I offer because it's, you know, it's a powerful tool, but when you know how to use it properly, it really exponentially increases your results. And Melanie, first of all, congratulations on your wedding to you and, and your husband. I'm really happy for you. And I want to, to comment on, the, on what, you, what you said last. You talked about your book, The LinkedIn Code. And I'd like you to tell us a little bit more about that because it's really a sort of LinkedIn Bible and it's, it's great. It's a great resource for both people who are just starting out with LinkedIn or even for those who consider themselves kind of advanced or experts. So can you tell, tell us more about what can be expected from the LinkedIn code? Yeah, I love what you just said because, you know, anytime I, uh, you know, share, you know, if I'm doing a speaking event, I'm speaking at an event or I'm training um, a team or even with my book, it's interesting that, you know, beginners and advanced users alike always learn, you know, substantial amounts of, of things from it. It's funny how advanced users think that they're so savvy with LinkedIn because they know how to navigate the system and they <laughs> network, but they really haven't understood how to use it for, for, you know, business results. So um, I teach a ton of people in the social media space about LinkedIn. Um, and my book, really what I, what I did with my book was one of the things, one of the services that we offer is, <clears throat> uh, you know, kind of a LinkedIn campaign development where we'll write a profile for a client make it really client-focused, optimized for search, looks great, they look professional. Then the book goes into talking about LinkedIn etiquette and best practices. Um, and so, you know, understanding the do's and don'ts. And then how to create a LinkedIn lead generation uh, plan on, on, you know, creating a series of value-based message 
scripts um, that you can you know use over and over again with maybe a little bit of additional personalization and really having an action plan of things that are, are the highest leveraging activities that you should be doing daily and weekly on LinkedIn. So we would create these plans for people and then turn them over to them and show them how to execute them. But not everybody could afford you know to hire us to do that. So the book was my way of being able to put this information out there for small business owners and professional service providers to really understand how to leverage this amazing and powerful tool at an almost, you know, almost uh, negligible, uh, you know, investment with $20 book. Yeah. And I want to mention actually two additional resources you have created, the LinkedIn masterclass, so a free masterclass and the LinkedIn uh, code cheat sheet and guys you find the links to those two resources as well as the book everything else melanie and i talk talk about in this episode in the show notes so melanie can you tell the listeners more about the linkedin masterclass and linkedin code cheat sheet and what they can learn with those two great resources yeah so in the, in the linkedin code cheat sheet <clears throat> what i did is i created an acronym for the the words LinkedIn code. And mm-hmm. each, with each one, I, I'm giving specific um, key takeaways and strategies uh, that are really important to be implementing on a regular basis with LinkedIn. So it's just a handy little cheat sheet that gives you some, uh, you know, a sneak peek at my book and some of the principles that are in it. The masterclass, that's a, a webinar that I created that's kind of a supplementary to the book. So it dives into, you know, what's important and how to really leverage LinkedIn as a social selling tool. So this is a word that is become much, much more popular recently. And and definitely anybody that's in sales knows this term, social selling. But social Mm -hmm. selling is basically uh, building relationships. That's what it is. So, you know, no matter what business you're in, no matter what position you're in, building relationships with key people is going to be important to you. So it really talks about how to leverage LinkedIn to build those relationships, how to move those relationships forward, because the ultimate goal is to take those conversations offline where you can actually convert prospect or lead to a client. So. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the things I talk about in the in the masterclass as well. Some some uh, you know definitely I, I touch on some do's and don'ts, the things that you want to do and the things that you absolutely want to avoid, and you know some of the things that are important to include in your profile if you really want to attract your ideal clients. So there's just a, a bunch of information to really uh, leverage LinkedIn to its fullest capacity. Awesome. Melanie, thanks for the clarifications. And guys, as I said, you find the links to everything. So the LinkedIn code the LinkedIn masterclass and everything else Melanie and I cover in this episode in the show notes. And earlier you talked about your LinkedIn profile being one of the first results on Google. And I know that you've written a great blog post where you talk about how to craft a killer LinkedIn profile. And you really drilled down and went really into the specifics. But can you give us a couple of tips on how we can create a killer LinkedIn profile, Melanie? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I, I talk about is, you know, definitely the necessity to have a great profile before you start reaching out and connecting with too many people and definitely connecting with prospects. And there's a three-step formula that I developed uh, as part of this process to to really have a killer LinkedIn profile. The first step is getting found. So each day people are doing searches on LinkedIn for 
<clears throat> a variety of different things. Sometimes they might be doing searches for what you offer. And, and this isn't relevant for all businesses because I've had some businesses, you know, for example, I'll use a financial advisor. Not very many people are going on LinkedIn to look for a new financial advisor. It's a, <laughs> it's a, position, <clears throat> it's a position that's based on trust and they much more um, I'd rather have a, you know, a referral from a trusted family member or friend or colleague. But, you know, that doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. So, I, you know, I definitely say don't count on that. It's kind of a bonus. So you want to get found. In order to get found, you need to use the specific keywords that people would look for when they're looking for what you offer. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're an owner of a website company that develops uh, websites for businesses. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would use the term in their title that they're the owner of, you know, XYZ company. Yeah. If somebody was looking for somebody to build them a website, they wouldn't be looking for an owner. They'd be looking for a website designer or a website developer or something like that. So keep in mind the keywords that people would look for when they're looking for the services that you offer and then make sure that you incorporate them throughout your profile. And in, in my book, I go into detail about, you know, exactly where those um, you know, those keywords should be, they can be all throughout your profile, but there's some specific places that you want to incorporate them. Mm-hmm. Next step is to make sure that your profile attracts your ideal client. So one of the mistakes that people make is they think that LinkedIn's a resume site or a place where you post your professional bio, and that's all about you and it's boring and nobody really cares. <laughs> so what, it's true. I mean, nobody yeah. cares about you, nobody cares about me. They only care about how we can help them. So in your profile, you want to really be speaking to who your ideal clients are, what the problems are that they have, and the solutions that you offer to solve those problems. And then it becomes much more client-focused. And so when they are reading your profile, they can actually see themselves in it because you're speaking to them and you're speaking to the problems that they have. And so it's going to resonate with them far greater than it would be if you were just talking all about yourself. Love it. Love it. Love it, Melanie. So that's really important. And then the third step in this formula is to stand out. And we know that social media is noisy and LinkedIn's certainly no different, but there's things that you can do to stand out. And one of them is the easiest of all, and that's just complete your profile. So many people have like these bare profiles with next to nothing in it, and it doesn't reflect good. It doesn't, you know, it, it shows that uh, you haven't taken the time. You don't care about your personal brand, you know. So really, take that time to make sure that you you've got a completed profile, that it's attracting your ideal clients, that it's keyword optimized, and then it's complete. The other thing you want to do is make sure you have a professional headshot in your profile. So no, you know, family pictures, dog pictures, logos, anything like that. Just a nice, clean headshot that shows your eyes, your smile. And, uh, and the third thing that you can do to really stand out is add multimedia to your profile. It enhances the visual appeal of your profile, plus gives people more, you know, more robust information than they can just get in your profile. So you can include, you know, videos, PowerPoint presentations, screen, uh, you know, um, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the table. Slide shares. Slide share. Thank you. I was going to call yeah. <laughs> It's going to call it screen flow. <laughs> Slide share. And you can upload PDF documents. So brochures or product information and so forth. So I really like video because it adds an additional human element to your profile and lets people know a little bit more about you. So these are just a few of the things that you can do to really you know, make sure that you're presenting yourself in the best light on LinkedIn. 
Melanie, I'm loving this. And guys, if you're enjoying this episode, give Melanie a shout out on Twitter. She's at Melanie Dodero. Make sure to give her a shout out because she's dropping so many value bombs here and I'm sure you're gonna find them very, very useful. And you talked about quite many things in this last couple of minutes about really how to craft a killer LinkedIn profile. And I want to ask you, um, you talked about optimizing the profile, writing with the potential customers in mind. And then you talked about standing out and you mentioned the importance of the profile picture, what kind of picture we should have. And it's something that relates to what we talked about on episode three with Phil Pallon, where we talked about uh, how to build a killer personal brand. And we talked about social media. And then you talked about multi multimedia uh, components into the LinkedIn profile. And this is something I want to I want you to give us more information about because what, like, for example, you mentioned, let's say videos, what kind of videos do you think people should uh, implement in their profiles? Should there be some kind of presentations about themselves? Or for example, if someone is a speaker, should it be kind of a, a promo or of them speaking? Or should it be a video that drives traffic or... That is a great question. And all of the above are appropriate. It depends on you, your business, what you've got already or what you're going to create. Like, for example, I'm a speaker and an author. So a couple of the videos that I have on my profile is my, my book trailer and my speaking video. Um, in the past, what I did was I created a video that was kind of like a little video tutorial, giving people some tips on how to use LinkedIn more efficiently. So oh, one, of wow. the things, one of the things I did is I had a 21-step checklist of you know how to create a great profile. And so I, I created a video and I shared the first four steps. And then I said, if you, you know, if you want the other 17 steps, just go to this URL and you can download the complete uh, checklist. So that drove traffic to my website. That gave you know valuable information to the people that were watching the video. Uh, so you know that's one thing you can do. Think education-based marketing. You know where you're teaching. So even if you look at my speaker video, for example, or even my LinkedIn uh, uh, code uh, book trailer video, there's always some education in there. It's not just a promotion. You know, hire me, hire me. I'm teaching, and then I'm saying, you know, if you want to learn more. Uh, or if you're interested in hiring me to speak at an event, you know, here's how to get a hold of me. Or if you're interested in more about the book, go to the LinkedInco.com. You know, so I'm just I'm guiding them somewhere. Um, you can also use client testimonial videos. Uh, if you're, you know, if you've spoken at events, you can show clips of that. I mean, there's lots of different things. If you have a company and you've got a corporate video that describes the services, you could add that. Uh, I suggest no more than two videos under each section. So you can put you can put as many as you want under your summary section and your current work experience. But I've seen profiles where people have just loaded them up with like, you know, 25 different videos and people are just confused. They're not going to watch them, you know? Mm -hmm. So you know, having one or two below your summary, one or two below your experience is really all you need. <clears throat> and if you don't have multiple videos, one's all you need to just get that, you know, get that, uh, that human element is part of your profile as well. So um, all different types of videos will work. You know, really it depends upon your business and your business model, what you've already got created. You know, sometimes you've already got something that will work. And, uh, you know, at a later date, you might want to, you might want to create a video that's just custom for your LinkedIn profile, welcoming people. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by my LinkedIn profile while you're here. I wanted to share with you some tips on X to help you with X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. 
based on your expertise and then, you know, guide them somewhere. If you want more tips like this, check out my website or check out my blog or go to this webinar or whatever, or contact me, email me, give them a call to action. What do you want them to do next? Melanie, you're dropping value bomb after value bomb after value bomb. I'm really enjoying this conversation. And before we continue, let's take a second to check out today's sponsor. When talking about web hosting, there is no doubt. Bluehost is the number one web hosting service. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting, a limited domain hosting, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account, and you get 24-7 top-notch support, and you can install your WordPress sites automatically with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up, and when you do, you get a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Melanie, what do you say if I put the link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so that people can really look at you and follow your your profile as an example? Would that be okay with you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. Thanks. So that, guys, you can go to the show notes and you find the link to Melanie's LinkedIn profile. And not only, don't only spend time looking at that, but make sure to connect with her. And I mentioned she's on Twitter at Melanie Dodaro, but make sure to connect with her on LinkedIn as well and let her know that you came through the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And earlier you talked about how powerful LinkedIn can be for lead generation. And I know that you've written another great post, like one of the many great posts you have at topdocsocialmedia.com, where you talked about how to create powerful LinkedIn lead generation messages. So can you give us some tips on how we can do that as well? Of course. So um, I'll just I'll just kind of add a little bit to this. You know, one of the mistakes that people make is they connect with somebody, they accept a connection request or they send a connection request and then they do nothing. Yeah. And wonder why they're not getting any business from LinkedIn. And, you know, I always say, don't expect business to magically appear. You actually have to put in an effort. You have to do something if you want to get business from it. So one of the things that is probably the highest leveraging activity that you can and should be doing is creating a series of lead generation messages right from the initial connection request message. So when you're sending a connection request message to somebody, especially somebody you don't know, tell them why you're connecting. So for example, you know, you just invited people to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm, I've got some pretty strict rules on LinkedIn. I don't accept people that I don't know unless they personalize the message in most cases. Sometimes I will, depending on, you know, if their profile looks really, really good and they look credible. Sometimes I still will, even if they fail to send a personalized message, but quite often I don't. So when you send a personalized message to me, 99.999% of the time I accept it. (laughs) Actually, I can't even think of an example where I don't accept it because I know you're a real person and I know that you really heard, uh, you know, you heard me speak at a, on this podcast or, you know, somewhere else and I accept it. Other people are the same way. They're wondering who this stranger is that's sending them a message and, and why they're wanting to connect with them. So by giving them a why, you know, and it can be as simple as, hey, you know, I noticed that we're both in the Toronto area. We're both, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners in the Toronto area. I really like connecting with other uh, professionals in our community and would love to connect with you here on LinkedIn. I hope that you're open to that. You know, it can be as simple as that. It doesn't need to be complex. Then what happens after that is you want to send a follow-up message thanking somebody for either connecting with you or accepting your connection request message. 
And what you want to do there is provide something of value to them. So for example, if, if somebody connects with me on LinkedIn, uh, now I will, I will say that it is a little bit easier for me because my topic is LinkedIn. <laughs> so one of the things that I do when people connect with me is I offer them, um, you know, some free resources that I know will help them. So it could be my LinkedIn uh, cheat sheet. It could also be the LinkedIn masterclass. And, uh, you know, I just say, Hey, you know, thanks so much for connecting with me. I know a lot of the people that connect with me on LinkedIn are looking to learn more about how to use this platform for their business. So I wanted to just offer you a couple of free resources that I think you'll find helpful. And I just give right with no expectation of anything back, you know, they can go download this and, you know, if they're interested in buying my book or one of my online courses, great. If not, that's fine. Then the next thing that you want to do after that is you want to continue the conversation. So maybe a week later, you'll send them another resource, something that would be specifically of value to them and their business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then after you've established some rapport and, you know, you've kind of, you know, had a bit of conversation going back and forth, then you can request to move that conversation offline. This is another mistake that I see people make with, with LinkedIn and with social media in general. They keep all everything online. And business, unless you're selling a book or an online course or something, you know, low priced, nothing happens online. Like, for example, um, if somebody wants to buy my book or my course, yeah, you know what? I usually I'm not having conversations with those people. They're low priced uh, products that they don't need to actually have a conversation with me to decide whether they want to invest in them. However, if somebody's interested in investing in something uh, more like so, you know, one of my social selling um packages where I'm training sales teams or to speak at an event or, you know, anything that, you know, a social media strategic plan or something like that, it requires a phone call. So I actually Mm -hmm. have to have a conversation with those people. And if you keep everything on LinkedIn online and you never move that conversation offline, you'll never convert that, you know, potential leader prospect into a client because you'll never have the chance to have a conversation with them. So that's really important to do. And so it's really about that lead generation message sequence needs to uh, be in alignment with how you operate your business businesses, your business rather, and the, you know, the sales funnel that you take people through. So for example, if your, uh, if your business is just selling a, a low priced online course, you might be sending them in that third message to a webinar that they're going to learn more about it versus a phone call with you. Uh, if you're, you know, a high ticket price thing, you're never going to consider that. You're going to be, you know, having that phone call with them to learn a little bit more about what their problems are and how you can help them. So it's about really understanding, you know, how you do business and then incorporating those messages to uh, to reflect that. Wow, Melanie, I'm getting so much out of this talk with you, and I'm sure it's the same for the people who are joining us. And I want to to make a confession (laughs) because I'm guilty of having the default message. So when I want to connect with someone, they get the, you know, the default message. But I think that what you said, it's really critical, especially for people who are looking for, you know, really not only growing their network, but also using LinkedIn for building business relationships. Because as you said, you know, if there, if you get a request from someone that you don't know, 
does it you know the name doesn't tell you anything you've never heard of that person you may be wondering what what the reason is but if someone does what you just told us for example to say yeah i've noticed that we're both entrepreneurs from the toronto area or oh we are we both have written a book about linkedin or hey melanie i heard you on the 360 entrepreneur podcast then that's much easier to kind of break the barrier and start the conversation and i really like also how you stressed the importance of starting the conversation on social media but then if you are aiming for something bigger to take it offline so to meet in person or or have a phone call and it's great tip that you gave us also for those who are selling a digital product you mentioned for example if you are selling a relatively low priced online course that would be great to include a link to a webinar, for example, in the lead generation messages. So Melanie, thanks again for all these great tips you are providing us with. Oh, my pleasure. And the last question I want to ask you uh, to wrap up this great talk about how to master LinkedIn and you know how to break the LinkedIn code is about the social selling. You talked about social selling a little bit at the beginning. And I know that you had, I think it's an infographic where you talk about LinkedIn social selling funnel. So can you give us a kind of an overview of how the funnel looks like and what we should think about if we want to implement a social selling funnel on LinkedIn? Yeah, absolutely. So the first step is is really identifying, you know, who your ideal clients or prospects are. So, you know, I'm assuming that, you know, most people that are listening already know who their target audience is. And if you don't, then that's something that you need to start doing some work with first in order to identify them because it's easy to identify them on LinkedIn using the advanced search or relevant LinkedIn groups. So you want to identify who they are using the searches, uh, the advanced search and LinkedIn groups. And then you want to reach out and send them that connection request, making sure that it's personalized, making sure you're telling them why you're connecting with them. Then you want to have that follow-up after they've connected with, uh, after they've accepted, uh, you want to send that thank you message, you know, welcoming them, thanking them, uh, offering some kind of resource to them that would be beneficial to them, or even just, you know, starting a dialogue. It doesn't actually, you don't have to send something immediately. You could just start a dialogue and, and you know, ask them a question or, or talk about something that you have in common or, or whatever that might be. Then you want to send, you know, a couple of different relationship building messages where you're, again, offering something of value and positioning yourself to be able to ultimately move that conversation offline. Um, you know, you, you can also be engaging with these people on other social networks. So, for example, if you've connected with somebody on LinkedIn and they're also an avid Twitter user, you might be wanting to pay attention to them on Twitter and retweeting them, sharing uh, content, or if you're seeing them in LinkedIn groups or anything like that, it's a great opportunity to interact and engage. And then ultimately, you want to move that conversation offline if that's relevant for your business. And again, I like what you had mentioned, Yan, you know, it might be an in-person meeting, it might be a phone call, it might be a Skype call if you're doing business globally. Uh, you know, when I'm dealing with clients in, uh, in Europe and in Asia, I'm doing that via Skype. When I'm dealing with clients that are, you know, across North America, I'm doing that by phone. And when I'm dealing with clients locally, I'm dealing with doing that in person. So, you know, my business model allows all three. Some people's business model is just, you know, one or the other. Awesome. Melody, thanks again for all the food for thought that you have provided us with. And, you know, you mentioned the uh, 
global dimension of your business. So you have the local, you have the national, you have the international. And speaking speaking of international, I know that in July, you're going to be in the UK on July 9th and 10th. There is the big social media conference where you are a keynote speaker. So in case we have some UK people here listening to you and I, can you tell them what you're going to talk about at the conference? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to speak at that event in uh, Manchester, um, July 9th and 10th. It's, I'm going to be speaking all about LinkedIn and really about how to, uh, how to, you know, position yourself on LinkedIn, how to look great, how to stand out, how to attract your ideal client, how to get found, and then share some, some strategies on how to really, you know, utilize LinkedIn. So I'm going to be doing that. And my plan is also, and this isn't set in stone yet because I haven't, I haven't, you know, finalized it, but my plan is also to travel to a few other uh, areas uh, during that trip and do some one day full LinkedIn workshops where I take people through from start to finish, how to build out a LinkedIn campaign that they can implement the very next day as part of a lead generation process. So my goal is to do one in uh, Manchester, one in London, and one in Dublin. So hopefully that will come to fruition. It's kind of hard to, to plan events from such a far distance, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm looking into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So guys, you have heard the, the big social media conference, July 9th and 10th in Manchester, and then there might be some workshop sessions in London and Dublin. Just make sure to follow Melanie on Twitter at Melody Dodaro to be updated and also to follow her or follow the topdogsocialmedia.com website, not only for being updated with her upcoming speaking engagements, but also for getting more useful resources about LinkedIn and social media marketing. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us and telling us more about the great things you do and all things LinkedIn. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much again for having me. Perfect. Everybody, we are back. Melanie, thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing so many golden nuggets that had to do with how to master LinkedIn. Thank you also for your book, The LinkedIn Code, a great resource, and also for providing us with the free masterclass and cheat sheet. So guys, as I said at the beginning of the episode, go to 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 24, where you find the link to Melanie's free LinkedIn masterclass, the free LinkedIn code cheat sheet, and you find also the action guide with the key takeaways elections and tips from this episode next episode episode 25 we're gonna continue with our social media journey and we're gonna focus on pinterest i'm pretty sure that when you think about social media and how you can leverage those to promote and grow your business is pinterest is probably not the first one that comes to mind but as you're gonna learn in the next episode if you're not using pinterest you're potentially missing out on some great opportunity of growth Jan here. If you have any questions, feedback, praise for the podcast, feel free to shoot me a tweet at Yannick underscore Ilunga. Thank you so much for carving out some time off your day for being here with Melanie and I. I'll be back with you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.